Well, hello and welcome back. Welcome back. This is Angela Tomlinson. It's five o'clock and uh, we just had an exciting hour with Mac Delosia from the McHenry County Catholic Prayer Breakfast. And uh, you don't want to miss this breakfast on September 23rd. Um, all of us here at WSFI, uh, Mo, I'm looking around, have been to that breakfast last year. And I, we'll be there. back again. And, Ma- and Mark's been there. So we have Mark. I've been there every, I think I've been to 10 of them probably. He's been, so Mark says he's been yeah, there 10 I've of been them. To, I've been to probably 10 of them. And, um, you know, the WSFI radio has their, doesn't really have breakfasts. They, we usually have dinners. So I'm going to say... That that's the best Catholic breakfast uh, that I go to by far. So there you go. Yeah, From I mean, one just who the knows. consistency of the speakers is is just absolutely, you know, top shelf. It was, and everyone was yeah. high. Like, when we walked out of there last, last year, we just had a tremendous time. Yeah. Um, so that was the voice, if you don't recognize it, I'm sure you do, is of Mark Curran. Mark is the host of the new show on WSFI <laughs> Catholic Radio. It's called Cross-Examination with Mark Curran. And if you, it's, it airs most Tuesdays at 4 o'clock, so it's Tuesday at 5 o'clock. Uh, but we're here in the Sheraton, and uh, next, hopefully next week we'll be back on air. He's had some tremendous, Mark, you've had some tremendous guests. Right. No, we, we've had a lot of great guests, and Linda Prescia helps produce the show, and uh, you, Angela, it's just wonderful and uh, we're very very blessed and we love it we well, love doing it what makes it to me what makes it so unique is you have this guy who's been a sheriff twice or three times three times okay i got years. it right three years. time three times sheriff in uh lake county he's been a state's attorney assistant state's attorney uh, i was a county state and federal <coughs> prosecutor and assistant and a, state's attorney yeah supervisor criminal in uh, the attorney general's office was a special assistant united states attorney i've had a private practice for a number of years so I, I was a coroner for a while, so I, I feel like I've essentially done everything there is in the criminal justice field. And then politically, I've run for office as both a Democrat and a Republican. Democrat was a long time ago, but uh, <laughs> um, I, I, I don't want to toot my own horn. But um, Well, but that, and I think that's what makes the show great, because uh, Mark doesn't back away from a challenge. And so he's taken on, I think his first show was uh, Black Lives Matter. When you had the Man, gentleman from Black yeah. Lives Matter come in, and he was right. trying to talk to him about um, about how they could support abortion, right, and Planned Parenthood, right, when most of the yeah. victims of abortion and Planned Parenthood are black babies, yeah. and so that was a tremendous but, yeah, show. I, I, you know, I thought one of the nice things that he said in that show, his name was Clyde McLemore, was I was talking to him about not Black Lives Matter because he said they're non-political and they don't venture into those issues, which kind of a cop-out, but that he was honest about it. But I, I talked to him about how horribly I had been treated in black churches as a Republican over the years and blasted for being pro-life, blasted for, you know, all of the issues that you would think people of faith would unite on. And they, these preachers, these pastors in these black churches, not Catholic churches, have almost all treated me absolutely horrible. And yet they're all, you know, the ones that I, I would meet with, you know, politically and have to go to because that's the way the political game was set up is that you go talk to them and then they talk to their people as to what candidate they like and um, you think they'd be pro-life and they weren't and <coughs> it was uh, and what Clyde McLemore the head of Black Lives Matter said was that what was the term he used Angela essentially that they were uh yeah uh pimped 
something? Yeah, something a, about uh, a weird term. Uh, something preachers that uh, yeah. you know pass the hat, you know, shake down preachers. Yeah, yeah, it's and that was what he—that's the way he referred to them. So we don't want to discredit everybody out there. That's you know, but it, it's you wonder why um, so many black. Um, babies are killed in abortion it's just it's, an, astro- it's an astronomical number yeah and it's a hot, much higher percentage than other ethnicities and you gotta think that these guys you know just would the, be more vocal at the pulpit have not done a good job yeah, right. you look right. at chicago too and you know back when harold washington ran for mayor the city was about 54 percent black in, the, in 1987 and now it's down to around 30 percent and yet they still account for over 80 percent of all murderers or committed by I blacks, and you don't hear any of that stuff. And these, their churches are empty, and they're basically, you know, oftentimes looking for handouts from the government, and it's just horrible. And I'm sorry, Angel, you're right. That's one thing about me is that um, I'm, I mean, I'm going to ruffle feathers and I'm going to knock over tables because I, I, if I see something wrong, I'm not. I, I'm past running for office. I'm past, you know, trying to be. <laughs> You know, uh, pleasant to people that, that um, deserve a <coughs> kick in the back. So but what I like is that you're bringing people on with the opposing viewpoint and you're having a debate. Yes. That's what makes it interesting is that it's not just a talk show where, so you're bringing on people and you're you're talking it out and you're slugging right. it out. And, and a, you're lot of them, to, and a lot of them run from me. You know, yeah. I mean, I've Michael Flager, Father Michael Flager, he's not going to come on my, my show. He knows who I am. I've asked him a number of times. Mm-hmm. He has no interest. Because yeah. he'd rather sit there and talk where he's unchallenged when he throws out, you know, nonsense. But that's but, why you do cross-examination is right. to get to the truth. Right. To get exactly. to the truth. So, so our other guest today in the show, in addition to Mark, is Rex Teodoso. Rex, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you, Angela. Thank you. And Rex is from America Needs Fatima and TFP, Tradition Family Property. And he's no stranger to WSFI Catholic Radio, and we are closing down our share after the next hour. Charlie, what's the number you can call to support this station? Sure. You can call 224-206-8455. Again, 224-206-8455. Or you can donate online uh, to wsfiradio.org. That's wsfiradio, all one long string of letters, nothing in between, .org. WSFIRadio.org. Right. And Rex, I have to ask the question. I know, you know, I've seen your organization. Uh, you don't shy away from conflict. I've seen you outside of the drag queen story hours that are in our public library systems. Satancom, I saw us, uh, the Dunlaps, I think I saw it come across our video of them. What, what does your organization stand for, and how come you're not afraid of this conflict? Well, we, we like to go into the front line, so it's one thing to talk about them, write books, and, you know, can campaign online but then when you go to the street and discuss these things with uh, with the people in the street, with the men in the street in campus colleges then it's different can I just ask one thing before we, we get yeah. going I, I just asked if Rex could because uh, I, I got a, it, it, the opportunity to speak to him for about 15 minutes before we came in here and I thought wow this could really hit some people would you just bless us in a prayer uh, so oh, that sure. this hour, let's, let's yeah, pray a Hill yeah. Mary together yeah. to start the session. In the name of the Father, Father and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, Spirit. Amen. Hail Mary, full, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen.
Our Lady Fatima. Pray, Pray for, for us. Our Lady Good, good Success. success. Pray, Pray for, for us. Thank you so much. Yes. So, Rex, just get, let's get to the heart of it. You know, Mark goes after it verbally, intellectually, legally. You go after it a different way. How do you go after this? It's definitely a different arm, a different approach. Uh, for example, uh, a few weeks ago, we uh, we were campaigning to defend the innocence of children from you know from the attacks of uh, radical left, especially the sexualization of children in schools, in <coughs> libraries, and in other places where children are accessible to adults. And so we were get we hold honk signs, uh, asking people to honk for you know for the uh, for innocent for the innocence of children. And we were getting a lot of honks in Chicago. Wow, in the city. In the city, we were we were standing in front of the Art Institute of Chicago. Uh, there's 11 of us with huge signs and banners, and we were getting so many honks that the uh, the workers in the museum were getting mad at us because they were they had to listen to our honks and, <laughs> and our slogans. That's uh, great. Saying that schools are for for uh, schools and, and libraries are for for education, not for indoctrination. Uh, we had slogans saying that uh, uh, that innocence is a God-given right. You know, so <coughs> slogans like that that most Americans resonate. We had Muslims coming up and helping us hold the signs. We had you know different people you know just coming up and just helping. It just shows how across the board, people are Americans are fed up with the indoctrination, with the targeting of right. children specifically. Can I, can I, just, uh, I, I really think it's important that we get some background. Um, so Fatima, you know, I knew about it, obviously. That's one of the most um, popular of the apparitions in terms of uh, notoriety. And you know, Our Lady of Good Success, you know, um, another apparition, apparition not as well known and your journey and how you got there and what Fatima means to people in 2023, what Our Lady of Good Success means, just we forget <coughs> the important part. So, you know, and sometimes we mix up our apparitions. So let's just start with that if we can so that everybody knows what we're talking about. Uh, Fatima was an apparition that happened in 1917 uh, from May 13 to October 13, 1917. It's a series of six apparitions. Our Lady left a series of requests and prophecies uh, for mankind that if the, that the sins of mankind were offending God greatly, and because of that, the wars uh, had come. World and War II. World War, the First World War, yeah. and then in the previous right. wars in, uh, in Europe. Uh, you know, so all these were caused by the sins of mankind. And if mankind did not stop <coughs> offending God, that um, she said that a greater war would come. Uh, and so she also gave a solution to the problems of the world. So what attracts people about Fatima or, or you know, universally, so one thing is the apparition of the sun, the miracle of the sun, which was witnessed by so many people, over hundreds of thousands of people during that time. And also the promise that she had, um, that she left us when she said, in the end, her immaculate heart will triumph. We, we live in such dark times and we forget that um, Our Lady can make such a prediction that her immaculate heart will triumph, and that gives people so much hope. In the darkness we live in, sometimes a candle uh, is enough to give us light. Right, and those prophecies that we've already seen come true from Our Lady were? Um, that Russia will spread her errors. Uh, right. That was the biggest one, uh, that the uh, definitely all the wars, um, I 
listed the number of wars from the time Russia became a Soviet, uh, a Soviet empire and uh, until about 19, the beginning of the two, 2000s. And most of those wars, I would say uh, over 150 wars, about 90% can clearly be placed on the Soviet Union because they, they were trying to imperialize the whole world, spread right. socialism, right. communism. And at that time, <coughs> Russia really wasn't a well-known, I mean, for, that was in kind of an outrageous, yeah, that was kind of like right. an outrageous prediction, wasn't it? They thought it was a, a nation. The, the children thought Russia was a woman. <laughs> you know, because Russia uh, will spread her error. Right, yeah. that so this woman, like like Stephanie, will spread her error, or Karen will right. spread. You know, okay. So we've Russia. heard about uh, Fatima, and we're reminded what that was all about. Our Lady of Good Success. Our Lady of Good Success was several centuries before sixteen. Uh, started the the first apparition was in the fifteen nineties, and then the uh, the last apparition uh, to our sister Mariana de Jesus Torres in Quito, Ecuador, happened in around sixteen twenties. Uh, but she had prophecies about our times also. But one thing about Our Lady Good Success is that we uh, we say that her uh, image is probably the most um, life-like looking statue of Our Lady. So she was made in the height of Our Lady, measured by the nun. Uh, Our Lady picked the artist that would make it for her. Um, I have this description here taken from her memoirs, uh, you know, just describing how beautiful that the statue was made by the three archangels plus St. Francis and the whole uh, heavenly uh, legions behind them and the, uh, the whole angelic choir, actually. And this statue was later presented to the Holy Trinity or present at the altar of this church in Quito, Ecuador, and the Holy Trinity conceded, bowed, uh, approving the statue. And then later on, the statue, or Our Lady approached the statue and somehow en entered into the statue and the statue came to life. Yeah. Rex, can you just mention, well, before we get, just before we get into that, we're in our share and you brought some really great thank you gifts for um, anyone who makes a donation this hour. Do you want to explain what those are? Yes. So uh, this is an approved apparition in Quito, Ecuador. Um, so this is one of the most beautiful statues in my in my personal opinion, one of the most miraculous statues of Our Lady. Um, in a, a few years back, 2018, I was visiting Quito, Ecuador, where I had the chance to actually do an overnight vigil in a church in front of the statue and was able to uh, kneel uh, close to the statue where I can touch the statue. Um, so we had um, rosaries uh, dedicated to Our Lady of uh, Our, Our Lady of Good Success, uh, touched to the statue, and also left at the feet of the statue overnight. Wow. Uh, so unfortunately, I only have seven of these rosaries. Wow. They're gorgeous, aren't they? Yeah. Oh, Rex, you are so thoughtful. Thank you. Rex, can I, I just uh, follow up a little bit on, on that? So Rex Teodosa grew up in California to uh, Filipino uh, parents and wound up uh, getting involved in this apparition uh, that happened in the Philippines in, in 1590. Take us through your journey, um, and then we definitely want to get into some of the great stuff you're doing to try to save marriage and, and what have you. Uh, before that, I'd just like to mention, if anyone uh, you know calls and pledges in the next hour, then uh, we, have you, we have seven of these uh, blessed rosaries of Our Lady of Success to give out. These are very rare because it's, it's hard to... Uh, most people can't make it to Quito, Ecuador, sure. and be there at the statue and be so close to the statue. So these were personally touched to the statue itself, the miraculous statue. For 
Well, you might only have six because we have a donor already. His Excellent. name is Michael. Michael, thank you so much for calling. You're from Burbank, Illinois, <coughs> and uh, you're a parishioner at St. Albert's. St. Albert's in, uh, is it in Burbank, Illinois? Yeah. Is St. Rita still in Burbank? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know, but it's just so wonderful yeah. to was hear about, from you. Sure. When I went, I went to Loyola Academy, we played them always. Yeah. Did you really say sports? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, Michael, thank you. you. Made a donation of two hundred and fifty dollars. So, wow. Michael, we're definitely going to give you those beautiful rosaries. And his comment was that we need to support Catholic radio evangelization. Excellent. And um, I just want to say thank you so That's much, great. Michael. It makes a huge difference for us. We're fighting to every month. We we're month to month on WNDZ, so we're always fighting to pay those bills and you just brought us one step closer so why don't we say number? for the second why don't we say for the I'll, I'll say the number just second angela for the second rosary that rick's brought let's say it has to be a donation of 250 dollars or more okay so we got to at least be more specific uh, so if you want to call us right now and get one of rex's uh rosaries the only one left uh 224-206-8455 or uh, again, two two four two zero six eight four five five, or wsfiradio.org. Again, wsfiradio.org. Thank you. So go ahead, Mac. I didn't mean Saint to interrupt you. Saint Lawrence High School's in Burbank, not Saint Rita. I'm sorry. No, you're, you're great, Angela, and I'm so glad we were making some money to help pay the bills, Rex. And you're so great. Yes. Your floor, Rex. Okay, so uh, personally speaking, my, my, my personal story is not very interesting. Uh, just a regular um, California kid, um, very much involved in sports. My, my mother sort of saw that uh, I wasn't going in the right path, and we met this organization called Tradition, Family, and Property, and we got involved. So one of the main things that the uh, organization does is promote the Fatima message. So um, my mother volunteered me to operate the slideshow for the uh, for the presentation so I had to watch it over 10 times you know but as I watched it every single time a little bit of the message started penetrating into my heart and especially the uh, the the concept that the sins of mankind is just too much and God is not is not pleased with them and is offended with them and then the chastisement is coming um, so that really resonated that logic resonated with me and uh, it led me to to where I am today so I've been a full-time volunteer for over 35 years now wow. uh, so we're not paid uh, we are it's not a vocation but it is a sort of a if you if you will a lay vocation so uh, we are lay lay Catholics but uh, we uh, we have dedicated our lives to this mission very yeah very powerful I, I can attest to the fact that Rex brought the uh, Fatima statue to to um, my wife's in my house in Lake Bluff, and uh, oh wow! It, for I guess it was what about three hours, four hours. It wasn't a full day. It was like it was a half two day. hours. Okay, yeah. I knew it was. Couldn't <laughs> remember it. It was several years ago. But but it was wonderful. And actually, I think you I think you blessed us. You stayed a little bit longer than two hours. But anyway, uh, we really enjoyed seeing it. And Rex does a wonderful job of uh, explaining a little bit about the statue. Uh, and most people know some of this story, but they don't know the whole story. And at least and that's my opinion. So, and, and Rex can do a wonderful, he does a wonderful job of explaining more of the details about Our Lady of Fatima. Mm. So. You know, Rex, one of the things you are mentioning was the predictions. And I know from Our Lady of Good Success, I was told <coughs> that she said 
that they would feed off the delicacy of children's souls. Do I have that right? Uh, yes, the, um, that's one of the um, specifically the, the hearts of children. A speed um, o- so what was it? They will, spe- they will feed off the... So the, uh, the exact quote um, is that th- this is my own translation because there's a, a little bit of a discrepancy with some of the translations that are out there um, it, because it talks about la secta. Um, that word specifically um, sometimes is mistranslated, I think, and um, it sp- speaks about, let's say, an agenda, the uh, people who are promoting a certain agenda inside people's homes. So here's the quote. Uh, the sex, um, having taken control of all society, will have so much subtlety to enter into homes. Childhood will be lost. The devil will glory in feeding himself with the exquisite food of the hearts of children. Oh. In this oh. ill-fated times, innocence will only be in small children. Vocations will be lost. And that, isn't that kind of the agenda that's going on now about them? They're trying to we low, have n- lower the age of innocence <coughs> to non-existence. It is shocking how much they want to target young children. Right. You know, as a official agenda. You know, so e- Drag Queen Story Hour, it's not just, you know, teenagers. They want two-year-olds oh my gosh. to attend these, you know. And for us, it's like, why would you? And I've seen over dozens of these with my own eyes. I don't have to watch the, the, the YouTube videos of Drag Queen Story Hours to see what they are. Yeah. And they are impure. So, Rex, I'm just reading some of the uh, prophecies of uh, Our Lady, Lady of Good Success. success. <coughs> Widespread moral corruption. Profanation of the sacrament of matrimony. You know, gay marriage right there, right? Uh, depraved priests who will scandalize the faithful and cause suffering for good priests. Isn't that happening very much so right now? Very o- much unbelievable. so. Unbelievable. Yeah. You, you fly a r- rainbow flag out, out and you, you take that down from your church and you're in trouble with, with the archbishop. And if you do the opposite, you're, you're praised. Unbridled lust, which will ensnare many souls. Loss of innocence among children and loss of modesty among women. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is today. Mm-hmm. Lack of priestly and religious vocations. All of these prophesized. And a period of catastrophe followed by a period of restoration. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. it seems on, like... On that line, the uh, it's very uh, curious that one specific prophecy <coughs> about the destruction of the sacrament of holy matrimony. So, it's not just marriage or the institution of the family but specifically the sacrament of holy matrimony uh, which symbolizes the union of christ with his church so it'll be attacked and profaned in the full extent of the word Uh, masonry which will then reign will impose wicked laws with the goal of terminating this sacrament it will make it easier for all to live badly propagating a generation of children born badly so yeah. what does that mean to you? Without the because the sacraments impart a certain blessings to children. So it goes on to say that scri- cri- because of this, um, that those children will not have the blessings of the church, um, and a Christian spirit will de- de- uh, decay rapidly. So you have generations being born without the benefit of the blessings of uh, holy matrimony. And we're wondering, so okay, it, <coughs> where are where is the decay of Christian spirit coming from? It starts yeah. from there, the decay of the holy matrimony. Yeah, Rex. Even with gay marriage and everything, you go back to the 1960s, and about five percent of all children were born out of wedlock. Now it's roughly fifty percent. 
and but the majority of people aren't having children at all um, right. mm-hmm. you know just playboy lifestyles and, mm-hmm. but the ones that are um, just you know marriage is just nothing and, and, I, and they would include in those numbers gay marriages you know that they have there that's not out of wedlock oh, and even okay. Right, and even the yeah. concept of marriage today is right. so so diminished. So right. most people to get married, they're they not have, capable of getting married. Because they have stag, <coughs> like the husbands will have stag parties right. just right. before, That's and then right. you know the bridal parties, and then they tend to be very immodest and immoral already. Right, you know, so there's no. I think what you were saying, getting back to what, and under the name of education, they're really infiltrating these children's minds with pornography under right. the under the umbrella of sex education so those children when they're growing up and the pornography that's being put in them they're almost mm. incapable of having a healthy marriage i think but that's part of it but b- even before that the step before that is that the the devil needs to destroy holy matrimony uh, th- or the concept of holy matrimony because specifically so their parents yes so uh, holy matri- matrimony is not just people getting married inside the church is specifically people getting married as a symbol of the union of Christ with his church. And yeah. so when they bring forth uh, children, it's bringing forth members of the church rather than just <coughs> giving birth to children, you yeah. know, increasing the population you, uh, of the country. I see. So instead of a natural uh, uh, view of marriage, it is a supernatural, a sacramental view of marriage. Right. So as Catholics, historically, we were taught there were only two vocations. And one is religious, and the other is marriage. And there's no third, you know. That essentially everybody should be seeking one or the other. And that that concept is so far gone. I don't know that any Catholic would recognize that as a teaching of the Church anymore. It, well, the the third mar- the third vocation is uh, is a lay vocation S- uh, or consecrated life. Right. Yes. Yeah, so, I'm still religious, uh, but yeah, a, single, single yeah. life. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Like in supernumeraries and Opus Dei and all that. Yeah. Those are wonderful. But I, I'm sorry, I lumped that in as no, a religious. No, that's okay. No, that's yeah. all right. No problem. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah. So the uh, and and. We don't, it's hard to calculate really, Angela, you know, how, you know, blessings affect children. You know, the, the other day I was at Mass at uh, St. Stanislaus in Milwaukee, and I saw this young boy, he m- must have been four years old, uh, at the communion rail. And so obviously he's too young to receive communion. <coughs> you know, so, but he, uh, he's instructed to keep his arms crossed in front of him so the priest doesn't mistakenly give him communion uh, but he forgot he dropped his arms just before the priest is approaching and his mother nudged him <laughs> so he puts his arms crossed in front of his chest and he, the priest blessed him instead of giving him yeah, communion right. oh that's but great he was so put off by having not being able to receive our Lord. He's looking at our Lord as the priest passes yeah, by, yeah, right. and he walks off. And I'm thinking, it's like, God bless this ch- this boy who has some form of innocence that he's not looking for a video game at that moment, <coughs> or right. you know, TV yeah, or yeah. cell phone. Yeah. He's looking at our Lord and he's yeah. wondering when, you know, how come I can't receive our Lord? And that right. that's what's being deprived. You know, so yeah. So it seems like through the Our Lady of Good Success, very much the theme that ran through 
the apparition w- was sex and that that was essentially what was the illicit you know sex without boundaries is what was going to destroy everything a, a big part of it it's a sort of a cascade of things yeah. destruction of family leads to the loss of vocations which, which leads to the loss of nuns in in um so th- the only thing that holds back the arm of justice according to our lady of good success are nuns in convent uh virgin uh who are who have the intention of offering uh, uh reparation to the sins of god so they are uh, uh, Our Lady Good Successes, they are the lightning go- rod of the the the, the, uh, the wrath of God. Yeah, Without I mean, them, then there is nothing that holds back the wrath. Ah. So priestly vocations are on the decline, but also vocations in, 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 the in sisterhood, I mean, that's like, they're, mm-hmm. they're not even close to in, in, uh, what that's they once had. And that's one thing. So Our Lady does speak about uh, priestly vocations and the in decline and the importance of that, um, but specifically there's something about nuns virgin nuns that are attracting or act as the lightning rod in you know of and and god's wrath even they are under attack these days almost gone um they're under attack where you have the the nuns on the bus the the nuns on the bus that promote abortion well i'm thinking even the good nuns i'm thinking the the good nuns nuns that are under attack like what was the ones in italy that they were taking the church was trying to take their property away right so even these nuns I mean, there was some that was like 90. There was a 90-year-old nun that was being evicted by our own church. Right. So you're listening to WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio. Rex Teodosa is our guest, um, uh, our lady of good success he's talking to us about, and just wonderful work that he's done and his group has done. Charles Bagdon, religious scholar and just a great all-around guy, and and he's uh, hails from North Chicago. And Angela Tomlinson. Um, who's the the uh, producer that runs this whole show? And we got Molly back there, um, our producer today, and she's awesome too. So we got a lot of religious, a lot of really smart people here. Um, so let me pose this question: There's saints that have said uh, that more people are going to go to hell for sins, sexual sins, than any <coughs> other reason, and it's not even close. So I, I don't you remember. You, I remember who's who's, who, which saints have said that. Uh, several, but uh, I mean, if you want to go with uh, Our Lady of Good Success, um, the uh, uh, she said that the uh, there are three sins that are that that will be chastised: um, blasphemies. Um, uh, I'm sorry, uh, impurity, blasphemies, and uh, and heresies. So those are the three things. But American East Fat- uh, uh, Our Lady of Fatima also said that um, through Jacinta de of uh, Marto, uh, Our Lady told her that. Uh, most of the sin of most of the people who would lose their souls in the second half of the t- 20th century will lose it because of the sins of Im- of the flesh, flesh of impurity. Yeah. So they have a specific uh, expression <coughs> in Portuguese that they say uh, the sins of the flesh. You know, because of carne. This breaks your heart, doesn't it? It does. You see that today. You have. Um, They'll never be satisfied. I was seeing the statistics for for uh, children getting addicted to pornography. And it's getting younger, so it's now oh gosh, the yeah. average age is now eight years old. Oh my gosh! So that means that there are some children even younger uh, than eight years uh, old. I mean, what can you do if they have they need happen? a phone? Is that how it comes? Or the internet? You know, is it the it's, phone. It's, you it's, think that's it doesn't have doing? to be the phone. They could go to the internet? library or anybody else. Oh, a friend's true, yeah. phone. You know, anybody they're with. They're yeah. And there's these blockers don't work. I mean, I, I'm sorry, the, the ones that I've we've had them for our kids. You know, and safe eyes and what. He, 
covenant eyes. They don't work. It, they, 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 they work to some extent, but they're not they're not foolproof. They're not foolproof. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and then it, you can also see <clears throat> what we were talking about earlier about how the devil and uh, Satan are trying to push down to a younger and younger mm -hmm. and younger age. Mm -hmm. All the sex stuff and you know yeah. pornography and. Charlie, I can see in the anguish in your face. You're like ready to cry talking about that. Uh, no, they they think painful. that we, they think that it we talk about these things and we're like pointing fingers and stuff like that. No, this rips our hearts apart, doesn't oh it? Gosh, I mean, yeah, yeah. Because we know the struggle. We, as men, especially Angela, know, <laughs> but as men especially, we know how how hardwired we are for sex. Mm. And it's with young boys, it's like throwing mm -hmm. gasoline on a fire, mm -hmm. isn't it? Mm-hmm. And they're very conditioned. It's almost like a, a gaslighting of children to uh, to make them think that they ha the only way they can be happy is by you know getting into a <coughs> life of impurity, you know, a lifestyle of impurity. So uh, they see a, uh, a movie and you know kids are kissing. You know, so they think, oh yeah, so that's how I become happy. You know, instead of uh, so we sustain like our our group sustains and the, the church is always sustained that innocence is a natural state of childhood. That should never be taken away from them. That's their God-given right. And St. Thomas Aquinas goes even further. Yeah, absolutely. Um, he has a he, great quote. Great quote. He about says, modesty. About innocence. Yeah. Uh, so he says that innocence is the first step of sanctity to sanctity. So without making that first step, if we take away that first step, it makes it harder for children to desire sanctity. Yeah, wow. and Aquinas also says something to the effect wow. that without modesty and prudence, there's, there, you'll never have chastity. So it's not a, this is not a one-way street, you know. In in that ap apparition that talked about women in modesty, I mean that's that is that is so, you know. Uh, once again, gasoline mm -hmm. on a fire. Mm -hmm. You got to be kidding me. So, Rex, when you're out there. I don't know. Do you call it protesting when you're organizing these? It's groups? different. Yeah, Rosie rallies or rally. So, so how does that make it different? How does that reverse this trend? Uh, well, for for one thing, it it um, it makes people aware that uh, there are other people. Uh, they are not alone in opposing the agendas, the radical agendas we're facing. So, by the fact that they're hearing honks over and over again. And with this, uh, these people are honking, have smiles in their faces as if they're finally, they get to express their dissatisfaction, their opposition, their rejection of the radical agenda of sexualizing children. And so that it resonates throughout the city. You know, people yeah. will stop. Positive um, reinforcement. We were in Iowa when the uh, 12 presidential uh, GOP <coughs> candidates were there for a fundraising dinner. And so we, we campaigned in the city of Des Moines. Um, and, you know, so when the, uh, when we don't know if it was a direct, uh, you know, repercussion of what we did, but when they did speak, when the candidates did speak about, we have to defend children, you know, from sexualization, uh, the applause was the loudest. Uh. It was very noticeably oh, louder than that, any other. That's wonderful. Than the border. Yeah, that, that, that's great. It, it shows the hearts of Americans. Well, yeah, fed you know, I've heard and, uh, God bless Iowa. You know, there's I mean, a lot of yeah. evidence. A down to earth, I think, relative, relatively conservative state. Although, unfortunately, I think it's but not we, as we travel conservative as it used to be. But yeah, we travel in nine states, and we <coughs> can say without a doubt that more people honked in support than there were people. Uh, you know, giving thumbs down or <laughs> or giving us obscene gestures, yeah, obscene, yeah, yeah. way me, more, you know, at least twenty to one. When we talk about this, uh, and there's 
a person that speaks very eloquently when I was a sheriff that I heard talk about <coughs> um, the fact that fathers that uh, look at pornography, the what happens to the children in that house and that they never feel secure and mm-hmm. that, you know, and all the rest of these things that, that come about for, to them, the, the, all the evil that they've invited in. It's kind of, it, once again, I mean, yeah. we have confession. And mm-hmm. I've, I've asked mm-hmm. priests and, and other uh, religious about this that if we had to lose one Eucharist or confession, which would you, which would you rather lose? And nobody wants to lose either. But they've all said that the Eucharist. I can't do without confession because mm-hmm. something has to stop that domino mm-hmm. of, of <coughs> sinful right. uh, of sin. And we Catholics have it. Nobody else does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good point, Mark. Because you you can. Unfortunately, people can still receive communion and still go out, you know, half an hour later and do something immoral. Right. Whereas if you don't, if you still have confession, at least people have to repent, hopefully. And at least, even if they end up repeating the the same crime, the same thing, but at least when they go to a priest and they have to say their sins, it hopefully has a positive you know, a positive effect on it, Jay, better yeah. not do that again, you know. Yeah. Well, with, and also with communion, we can say the prayer that, you know, we can't receive you, Lord, you know, blah, blah, blah. Spiritual and, communion. And, uh, blah, blah, blah. That's not very right. <laughs> I waited to, I'm sorry. Spiritual, but we receive graces. Spiritual communion. We receive graces <laughs> from, <laughs> yeah. Like we receive yeah. graces from that, so. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and the Lord knows that. You know, I, I just want to bring up a point, too. You mentioned you do rosary. Why the rosary? Why do you, why are you praying the rosary outside there, Rex? Explain the power of the rosary. Yeah, very. Before I get into that, Angela, yes, just by all uh, means. Pl- plug in again that um, so we have six more rosaries that were touched to Our Lady of Good Success. Oh. It's one of the most miraculous statues of Our Lady, approved apparition in, from 1611, and it's um, very rare to have rosaries touched to her because it's just the uh, the way the statue is kept in, in a very private place. Right. So, so so for a donation of two hundred fifty dollars. Um, or twenty dollars a month. Or twenty a month. Thank you, Angela. That's a good point. Uh, you uh, you should call two two four two zero six eight four five five. Again, two two four two zero six eight four five five, or wsfiradio.org. Wsfiradio.org. Yeah, and Charles, when people are out there in their cars and they're <coughs> saying, "Well, look at this priest is doing this," or "Look at this." bishop or why isn't anybody saying anything well this is the beauty of wsfi we're not pretending that we have all the answers but we're calling it out we're trying to get to the truth the bottom of things right and and this is really a fearless network in the way that it's run not just uh here but you know the the ewtn that we partner with is just such a godsend as well right angela it is Mm -hmm. it is and you know can you imagine the power of praying the rosary mm-hmm. with those rosaries oh, yes, when absolutely. you're fighting the devil. Absolutely. Whether it's Planned Parenthood <coughs> or it's these satanic conferences or the drag queen. Absolutely. Is that why you choose the rosary to be the weapon of choice when you're confronting this evil? Yes, without a doubt. The church teaches us that and the, the power of the rosary. All the saints have, have, have preached it and promoted it. And we can see its effect uh, with, with, you know, with, child, with, uh, with people in the street. So, uh, as you can imagine, we face opposition in the street. So not everyone is in favor of our things. And sometimes if you watch our videos, it seems like all that happens is we get attacked left and right. Yeah, it, it's I've not true. It. So we do get a lot of support. And that's why we do, we do go out in the streets, like even in colleges. But we do get attacked. And then sometimes <coughs> the, the, it's 
more entertaining to see the attacks than to see the support. <laughs> so people like to see our videos. But um, but when when uh, bad things start happening, uh, we start praying the rosary. It calms everything down. Hmm. It's almost yeah. like devils wow. are expelled. That's um, great. We uh, we, there's a particular case here in Milwaukee. Uh, just just uh, a few weeks back, where um, a, a it seemed a man who seemed like a Black Lives uh, uh, Matters activist, BLM activist, um, who had you know wanted to uh, uh, approach the whole discussion from the point of view of racial I- issues, and so he was very in our face. You know, very big man um, could probably beat us uh, all up, and at a certain point, you know. You know, a lot of shouting and everything. At a certain point, we started the rosary, and he calmed down. You know, and you know, so eventually, you know, we left. Um, I was the last one in the corner, and you know, we continued talking on. And when I left, I actually we shook hands. You know, so instead Mm. of uh, very, he came in very hostile. um, Yeah. Why was he? What was he hostile about? Uh, everything for him was was race, was uh, racial. so racial. So yeah. he came in. His first issue was that <coughs> we had a picture of Jesus in our banner, uh, portrays him European. Yeah. So he says Jesus was not European. He was not a white person. He was a melon melanated uh, person. <laughs> so yeah. you know, so he's you know from Egypt, and a lot of things are not right. very precise. You know, hey so Rex. So uh, I was in uh, with a friend of mine from high school the other night, and he told me that his son was uh wanting to be a girl now and son's probably like in the 20s in his 20s but i, I think we've, we've come to a time where virtually everybody's going to know people that that, that are dealing mm-hmm. with that issue and it's not you know declining it's it's growing like <coughs> with rapid like a rapid fire um you know what is your take on that and, and how would you your work combat that well, that's where the, uh, you know, the rosary, again, is very helpful because it, it puts together um, certain values, you know, in, in a family. It promotes, you know, so people, when they see us in the, in the street praying the rosary, um, there's a certain calmness uh, to it. So these, you know, people that are passing by six, well, yeah, they're being shouted at, uh, you know, they were being attacked. And all of a sudden we pray, start praying the rosary and it calms you know the the situation down so over and over again we see something like that so this is something that has existed since the time of saint dominic who who uh uh the the saint who the rosary was given to but tra- changing your sexuality that didn't exist back right but th- here's the thing the rosary was given to saint dominic yeah. as a weapon for all the errors and heresies that are going around so yeah. the are the the errors that we're finding today is is that they're targeting children they're gaslighting them they're being indoctrinated to believe in these things you know so when children gaslighting mean can you expand on that term it's a term that's been going around <coughs> um based out of a movie uh, i believe it was made by uh, alfred hitchcock uh, where a woman was uh you know, who's perfectly healthy, and the, the husband kept coming back every day telling her that she looked sick. Eventually, she was convinced that she was sick, even though she wasn't. And so uh, by this gaslighting, this process of gaslighting, she ended up, you know, wasting away yeah. in, il- in an illness that didn't exist. It doesn't exist. Oh yeah. my so so that's people uh, are listening to you, and they're thinking, man, this guy is doing such great stuff, and he is spot on in terms of what the culture needs. How do they get involved with you? How do they? How do they, how can they help your uh, organization? Did you can just look us up at tfp.org, traditionfamilyproperty.org, or America Needs Fatima. 
fatima.org so america needs fatima.org and uh, they can they can find all the links there thanks mike that was an excellent question that you just yeah, asked appreciate thanks. it charlie um it's just uh crazy crazy times that we're living in and and you know like we've all talked about it it seems like it's getting worse every week or yeah. month you know instead of yeah. getting better so that's why we need people like you know god bless rex and yeah his group uh, we need how'd you more get from california like i'm sorry charlie oh, that's okay. how'd you get from california to milwaukee it's a long process. So uh, when I eventually decided to join the organization, our headquarters were in New York at first, and then we moved to Pennsylvania. And uh, at a certain point, uh, I got re- assigned to the Midwest area and first Chicago, and then we opened up uh, a center here in Milwaukee. In, in, in Milwaukee. Yeah, I've sent two s- my boys to Marquette. We do a Rosary Rally campaign in Marquette holding a, si- a banner saying, Make Marquette Catholic Again. Yeah, ah, no, no. We g- we're giving out free rosaries. That, that's that's very, very fair. Um, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. true. My, my middle son, who was a big conservative that, that went there, um, when there was an <laughs> election, he, they had people coming in into the dorms and sliding literature for pro-abortion candidates. Right, right. And he's like, how the heck did they get into there? How did, you know I mean, right down the line. And he's like, you know, and the, the, clearly the tone was that right. they were promoting these people. Right, right. right. Yeah. And um, so we do, uh, unfortunately, Marquette is not promoting Catholic values, not yeah. Ignatian values. <coughs> you know? yeah. So we would uh, get in discussions with students who tell us, you know, why are you praying a rosary here in our campus? And he goes, well, because it's a Catholic yeah, campus. Yeah, University. Yeah, uh, I, I, I had eight years of Jesuits. In theory, right. And then they would they would t- turn to us and, and with the shock look in their face, like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Marquette <laughs> isn't Catholic, it's Jesuit. <laughs> yeah. And in our mind, we're thinking, <laughs> right. do you not know what that means? Well, I mean, you know... <coughs> I don't mean to offend uh, anybody, but uh, uh, you know, some that, of the stuff that, that we hear me. from the Holy Father sometimes. That, but that shocks me that kids that are going to Marquette say that it's not Catholic and Charles, Jesuit. Uh, Charles Bagden, you're listening to right there. So Georgetown, Charles, I had four uncles that went there. I don't, I, I can't remember what the percentage is it, it are Catholics that attend there, but it is really, it's really, below 30% really, really now. small. Yeah, uh, exactly. Yeah. So less, less than 30%. So my college, Spring Hill, down in the deep south, Mobile, Alabama, nobody went there that wasn't Catholic back when I was when I was there. And it's down 60%, 50%, and they're, they're all declining hugely. And their they're, mission, essentially, I think, is to not be Catholic and to try to make it more appealing to people that aren't Catholic. Cardinal George told me about that with DePaul University. Just, I mean, what a mess that place yeah, was. Yeah, it's getting wor- again. It's, that's a place that's getting worse. I'm yeah. sure also. Yeah. So, uh, well, Rex, you know, God bless you for the work that you're doing, and and uh, you you are bringing a lot of common sense to the marketplace that I think needs to be needs to be emphasized and. Uh, you know, if it wasn't for people like you and your organization, I would hate to think how how bad it would be out there. You know, and that's the uh, effectiveness of of what we do by going out on the streets. We're proving to people that um, that we are being gaslighted to think that the whole world agrees <coughs> with the agenda, right? With the left leftist. Well, obviously agenda, they don't because of what happened. With Bud Light is a a Bud Light best target. example of well, yeah, thank, great thank, examples. Thank God that that I think woke a lot. Of, some a lot. I want to say hopefully a lot of people up. Certainly, well, there was this an elitist woman that you know that looked looked down on, on uh, people that 
drank Budweiser, which was people who listen to country music and or just regular Joes, and, mm. and that's you know mm. they, they took a big offense when <laughs> yeah you know you're you're throwing rocks at us. And it, you know, tar- Target, for example, you know, it's it's target again. It's targeting children. You know, the 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 uh, the fashion uh, line that they set up. It's not for adults. No, it's, you know, not for older teenagers, but specifically for younger kids. So yeah. that backfired on them too. Yeah. You know, so they're specifically. That's why our campaign was specifically about defending the innocence of children, because it is a God-given right. Yeah. And it's the first step to sanctity, and yeah. that needs to be preserved. Well, it's. I mean, you could go on forever about what it's done to corporate America and taking got out of there and, and just uh, how they've really been very mm-hmm. unfair to the worker. They've polluted the, the dump toxins into mm. the environment. They've done horrible things one after another and shipped jobs overseas. for. Yep. And American <coughs> corporations are by and large evil right now. I mean, it's, that's yep. the reality. I can't think of... That's why the Catholic Church teaches the distributism uh, concept from Chesterton, where essentially we want lots of small mom pa shops. We want yeah, right. entrepreneurs all over the place. We want local economies to thrive, not yeah, big right. boxes. N- not big box companies, right? Yeah, that's a good that's a good point, Mark. Um, so Rex, uh, uh, that's right. You already answered uh, Mark's I, question about how people get a hold of you if they wanted to. But to uh, I, Rex, what's you've studied this more than Charlie and I have. What, what's uh, I couldn't imagine what's happening today 20 years ago my dad died 20 <coughs> years ago mm. there's no way he would recognize America right exactly. uh, mm-hmm. that people would be wanting to you know carve up their anatomy to well even even as more recently like 10 years ago mm. or even five years yeah ago, you know and that they'd get widespread support to do that mm-hmm. and that you know drag queens you know coming dressed up with <coughs> their uh, and scantily, you know, <coughs> ne- uh, clothes and, and men with their... Um, in front of children. Yeah, in front of children. And the, the, the promotion of that would be the would be the typical, and, and mm. people saying against it would, would look like, you know, we, were, we didn't belong. So mm-hmm. what, what's driving this? It's so bizarre what's going on. That's where the message of Fatima and the message for Our Lady Good Success really comes in together. Because uh, like we saw here already, the uh, uh, Our Lady... A Fatima message, for example, uh, Sister Lucia said that the uh, the final battle is the uh, in the family. The family, right, right. And so it's a very often quoted part of Saint, uh, Sister Lucia. It's uh, she actually revealed it in her last diary <coughs> that was published by the convent that where she lived yeah. until she died. And also here in uh, Our Lady Good Success, her message also brings that you know back to the. Uh, the the holy matrimony this the sacrament of holy matrimony is being destroyed and so therefore there's a generations of children that are not born within yeah. you know so that's kind of with cardinal dolan said that there would be no vocation crisis if we had strong families and would people are always looking at mm-hmm. the, you know the w- result but we need to get down deeper right. as to what's right. driving it in, in the family exactly. the family the, right. right right the attack on the family <coughs> is what's destroyed it and, all and where where are these parents that are letting their kids young children see these things or you know be associated with the uh, yeah i agree the Char- garbage so li- i've been similar to what Rex has had happen, you know, in terms of people saying nasty things. And me in politics, I've had mm-hmm. all these people attacking me for years and years. And there's a part of me that I, I say the Fatima prayer all as part of my rosary all the time, but there's this little part of me that wants these people to face the fires of hell. Um, do, you, <laughs> do you struggle with that? 
you struggle with that, Rex? We, I mean, we don't want to see anyone go to hell. As you know, even the ones that attack us, uh, ultimately, we do want to see everyone's salvation. But, but there but are Hitlers that are walking amongst there us. Are. Their hearts are yeah. so poisonous, and they are Satan incarnate. Yeah. So there are. It's there are, sure. Yeah. So we only have a few minutes, gentlemen, but I just want to interrupt and say we do have two generous donors this hour. They both want the rosary. It's the rosary. Thank you so much. One is Barbara D. And she will be donating $250. And the other one is anonymous, $250 as well. Get the trend here. It's the rosaries. Yeah, yeah. You know, we're all thinking here with those rosaries, what's the power of bringing that outside like Planned Parenthood? What's mm. the power of bringing that at yeah. home? What's the power of bringing that? You know, you think about where you need that extra mm -hmm. power, Our Lady of Good Success, that it's been touched to her statue and mm -hmm. prayer. So thank you so much for bringing them. So you have a total of how many? Did you say you had six? Seven. I brought seven, unfortunately, because they're Four it's very rare <coughs> to uh, to have uh, you know be able to touch the actual rosaries to the yes, statue itself. Sure. So sure. it's not just brought into the church, but it's laid down at the feet of Our Lady, the actual statue that came to life several oh times. Wow. Yeah, you know. So the I would say that uh, this statues not just the most beautiful statue that I've ever seen yes. in my whole life but also the most miraculous statue because the statue according to the diaries of sister Mariana de Jesus Torres is that the statue came to life several times do you wow. pray multiple That's rosaries so a day <coughs> do you pray ro multiple wow. rosaries a day uh, yes we pray uh, commonly our organization uh, the members pray 15 decades uh, 15 the full decades rosary. so three rosaries uh, we oh, would say luminous yeah. are not part of the yeah not part of the official rosary so we'd right. say the the official rosary was given to saint dominic we pray yeah. that whole and how long does that take you do you pray him consecutively depends, or do you um, break if, it up if sometimes if i have time i will sit down and, and meditate and take take longer uh there are the times where it's battle conditions so i pray it a little bit more faster <laughs> yeah, right. and you know you, meditation suffers a little bit have a different intention for each decade or how do you do it uh, no, uh, no, I don't pray it like that, but uh, yeah. I focus more for each decade. I focus more on the actual meditation rather than the intentions. Yeah. Well, I this has been a wonderful point. hour. We're coming it up has. to the top of the hour, and we have a guest coming up at uh, 6 o'clock. His name is Shane Kapler, and he is the author of The Biblical Roots of the Consecration of Mary. Mm. So, um, Rex, I, I always love when you come on. Thank you so My much. My pleasure, Thank you. Thank you for And you're on at 5 o'clock. You're usually on in the morning. Yes. So it's exactly. a whole new shift for you. Yes. Yeah, well, We'll have to have you back, and Mark, you're awesome. Yeah, thank, thank you, you, Angela. Thank you for all you do. Thank, thank you so much. It's a great people around here. I'm sitting at a table with just so much wonderful. Such a blessing. Love. Yeah. Everything is such a blessing the people God has sent to us. And, um, yes. Can't thank you enough. And Rex, keep us posted on your um, different crusades that yes. you're on. Uh, the next event we'll have that you know we'd like to invite everybody is September 17th, the Feast of the Holy Name of Mary, and we'll yeah. have the flotilla that we had last year. I was just thinking about that flotilla. Is it in what? Milwaukee? Along Lake, M yes, and here in, in Milwaukee. Lake Michigan, Milwaukee. Yeah. Yes. September 17th. September 17th okay. at 6 o'clock. At 6 o'clock. Okay, we're going to get a hard break here. We'll be right back. Thank you. Thank you for being a part of the WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio Sheriff Hour. Operators are standing by now to take your financial pledge. Call 224-206-8455. That's 224-206-8455.
206-8455 or donate online at wsficatholicradio.org We now return you to this regularly scheduled program.